America spends five to ten times more on health care than any other country in the world. Then why does America rank number 43 worldwide for longevity? Third world countries such as Cuba and Costa Rica rank higher than the U.S. So what's wrong with health care in America? This is what's wrong. Our $3 trillion healthcare industry is focused on disease management, while 70% of our planet relies on traditional indigenous medicine that is focused on health optimization. Learn how. Join Dr. Dan Royal on the show, The Royal Treatment, bringing you the latest information on the best of medicine, biotechnology, and pharmacology, as well as secrets from the past. These secrets have withstood the test of time and are being rediscovered today. In fact, indigenous healthcare practitioners are using them for the benefit of their patients who seek optimal health and wellness. Now, here is Dr. Dan Royal. Greetings, listeners. I am Dr. Dan Royal, R-O-Y-A-L, like Royal Blue. And you are now listening to The Royal Treatment. We're here every week to answer your health questions. And if you don't have health questions, well, we have health answers. We're here to help empower you, the listener, with information you can use to achieve optimum health and wellness that can improve the quality of your life as well as the longevity. We all know that disease is everywhere and seems to be increasing in epidemic proportions, not just here, but around the world. We're here to help you prevent being a statistic by learning how to invest in your health every day, but also learning about what not to do and what to avoid. Why do we do this? Well, my friends, because your doctor cannot help you be optimally well. Your doctor is trained in disease management, and we, myself and others like me, practice the opposite end of the spectrum, helping patients achieve optimum health and wellness. Here in the Turtle Healing Bend Clinic, that's where I practice here in Las Vegas, We are across the street from Desert Springs Hospital on the east side of town. You can call us if you have a question or would like to make an appointment at 702-562-1454. That's the Turtle Healing Band Clinic, 702-562-1454. The Turtle Healing Band Clinic is in association with an Indian nation, the Crow Tribe of Indians, along with the First Nation Medical Board. Both of them are sponsors of our program. What does the First Nation Medical Board do? Well, I'm glad you asked. First Nation Medical Board licenses practitioners of indigenous medicine. This is the traditional medicine that the Indians have been given the right from our federal government to regulate, and the Crow Tribe of Indians have exercised some jurisdiction over this area. The reason being is that there is no state in this country that has exercised jurisdiction over the practice of indigenous medicine, which includes all things alternative, complementary, holistic, etc. Currently, there's only one state in the entire country that has an alternative medical board. That's in Arizona called the Complementary Medical Board, the Complementary Integrated Medical Board, formerly the Homeopathic Board of the state of Arizona. Nevada had one but lost it during this legislative session. So now we're down to one state where physicians like myself can be dual licensed. Why do they need to be dual licensed? Well, if you want to do something alternative, natural for your patients and helping them with their health, such as prescribing vitamin C, you need protection. This is because the traditional medical boards take exception to that and you risk your license every time you try to help somebody in this matter or this manner, I should say, trying to address their medical problems without drugs, because that's usually what happens. And as we talked about last week's, well, that can be somewhat problematic. And we're going to follow up on last week's discussion and carry on with some of the things we talked about last week. But before we do that, uh, we're going to be talking about obituaries, people who died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had just this last week here locally. When I say locally, I'm talking about here in Las Vegas and Reno area in Nevada, but also internationally around the world. These are celebrity notables. The reason we do this is because we have a problem. And if you're a regular listener, you know that life expectancy in the United States is decreasing. 
it's not surprising because we are now around the number 46th country in the world with our quality of health care and continuing to decline because life expectancy is declining over the last three years, 2015, 16, 17, soon to be 2018 when the final reports are in, which should happen a little later this fall. Remember, when we decline four years in a row with our life expectancy, we have set a new record for the United States. Not the kind of record you really want to be setting, but a record. Nonetheless, the last time this happened was in 2006, not 2000, I'm sorry, 19, 16, 17, and 18, about 100 years ago. During that time, there was a World War I and a so-called flu pandemic going on that at least gave some justification for the decline in life expectancy because millions of people died from the, well, the flu, or so they said. But... There are things that you can do from, to prevent from being a statistic. Nevertheless, it's instructive to look at what people are dying from. Do you know what the number one cause of disease is in the U.S. and around the world? Great trivia question. If you said heart disease, you got it right. That's number one. But right behind it, and probably soon to overtake it in the near future, is the number two cause of death. You know what that is. If you said cancer, well, great. Again, you are correct. Another great trivia question. But you should know that those two are almost the same in the United States. About 600,000 Americans die every year from both of those conditions, followed closely by the third condition. About 250,000 people, I should say Americans, die every year in this country from drugs and medical mistakes. Depending on which list you look at, COPD or congestive obstructive pulmonary disease is also closely behind those first two conditions and sometimes listed at number three. But can you believe that drug side effects and medical mistakes is the number three cause of death in the United States? Pretty astonishing. And we're going to be talking about that when we come back from the break. But first, let's get started with some of the people who died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had. We have a 42-year-old man who passed away from a heart attack. 43-year-old woman who passed away unexpectedly after a short battle with cancer. 57-year-old man who passed away from advanced stage stomach cancer, diagnosed in December 2018. A 59-year-old man, a plumber and pipe fitter, passed away after a short illness. And a 60-year-old woman who owned a successful catering business who passed away. Let's continue our discussion after the break. I'm Dr. Dan Roy. You're listening to The Royal Treatment. Stay right with us. After forming all the organs and body components necessary for human life, stem cells disappear, right? No! Stem cells are present in all of us just waiting for an opportunity to regenerate organs, joints, ligaments, muscles, and other body tissues they originally formed. Dr. Dan Royal has developed a unique patent-pending process for obtaining stem cells from your own blood. Stem cells can be concentrated, prepared, and delivered to areas where you need them most to repair old, damaged, and dying cells. Can your own stem cells help rejuvenate your body? To find out, call Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. Your own naturally occurring stem cells are the ultimate anti-aging treatment. They can be used to improve facial appearance and hair growth, as well as for aches, pains, and other conditions. Could your own stem cells help you achieve optimal health and wellness? Find out by calling Dr. Royal at 702-562-1454. Don't wait. Call today. That number again is 702-562-1454. Get down to Midtown. Midtown Matters. Hey, check it out. I scored the security camera from Scotland Yard last week. You went to London? No, the spy shop in Midtown. Right, I've seen that place. Yeah, this tiny unit immediately notifies me and sends videos to my cell. That's awesome. What else? Well, Dave provides free tech help and demonstrations with all home business security and self-defense gadgets. I need that for sure. Well, then visit Scotland Yard Limited at 1092 South Virginia or thespyshop.com. Call Sersic Dental because you're worth it. They can make your smile perfect. You're gonna love your new smile. Sersic Dental for a perfect smile. Sersic Dental has a $125 special that includes a cleaning, x-rays, a free Sonicare toothbrush, and a free cosmetic makeover consultation. Sersic Dental for a No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. 
Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? It's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. We are back to the show. I'm Dr. Dan Royal, and you are now listening to The Royal Treatment. Before the break, we were talking about obituaries. And before we continue that conversation, I would just like to let you know that if you have a question for me, you can always email me at droyal at royalmedicalclinic.com. That's D as in Daniel Royal, R-O-Y-A-L, at royalmedicalclinic, all one word, Com. Don't forget, if we use your question on the air, we send you a free bottle of RBC Blend. RBC Blend is something you will not find in the health food stores. Why? It's something that we have special manufactured for us to use with our patients in increasing their circulating stem cells. Now, the product is used around the world in animals and has been used in both animal and human studies and proven to be effective for this purpose. In other words, stem cells don't normally exist in your blood, but we can put them there by the taking of this product, which we use prior to drawing blood from our patients to extract their stem cells. We've also found it very helpful for kidney function and lowering creatinine. But regardless, it's an anti-aging product that you can use for free or at a $100 value by emailing me your questions. So let's continue on with the obituary review. People who died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had just this last week here in Las Vegas and Nevada. We have a 62-year-old woman who had a passion for art and worked in designing who passed away. A 63-year-old man who worked in the automobile industry selling cars passed away after a short illness. There's another 63-year-old man who worked in the car business who passed away peacefully. 68-year-old man who worked for Lake Mead National Recreation Area passed away. 71-year-old man who worked in the gaming industry died from complications of lung cancer. That usually means the treatment he was receiving, either radiation or chemotherapy or both. 71-year-old man, an OBGYN physician, passed away from cancer. 72-year-old man, a slot operation manager and sports official, died peacefully. 72-year-old man who worked security for Binion's Horseshoe Casino passed away. 74-year-old man, a casino dealer who never had children due to childhood abandonment, passed away. 74-year-old woman, a successful career woman, passed away. 74-year-old man, an electrical engineer, passed away peacefully. 75-year-old man who worked in the mining industry, passed away in his home. Could have been from heart attack, sudden death. 75-year-old woman who had a military career, died from failing health during the last 63 days of her life. 77-year-old woman passed away from ALS, which is amyotrophic or lateral sclerosis or Lou Gehrig's disease, 78-year-old man who did construction building cell phone towers, died suddenly of a burst aortic aneurysm. We had a couple of those last week who died from an aortic aneurysm and a dissecting aortic aneurysm. Remember, the aorta is the largest artery in your body. And if that bursts from aneurysm or dissection, you only have minutes to live. So if you're not in the right place at the right time, it happens very quickly. It's another type of sudden death syndrome, although we usually think that that's primarily associated with a heart attack. Well, that's the people who died too young from disease they shouldn't have had here locally in Las Vegas and Reno. We're going to be looking now at international deaths of celebrity 
notables. Now, keep in mind the average life expectancy of a man and woman. They vary slightly. The average life expectancy in the U.S. is about 78 maybe 78 and a half years of age. For women, it's around 81. For men, it's around 76 years of age. So that's why we're taking a look at the ages of these individuals who passed away, as well as the conditions, if we can find them. They're not always listed. But we present them to you whenever we can. So let's get started. We have here Laura Donna Simoli, Italian actress, died at 41 years of age from cancer. Jeff Austin, American mandolinist and singer, died at 45 years of age in a hospital after being put into a medically induced coma. Not sure exactly why that was being done, but it could have been from infection or severe pain. We have John Michon, South Korean actress. She died at 48 years of age from suicide by hanging. Again, we always question what they were taking in order to drive them to do something like that. She was found two days later, unfortunately, in her hotel bathroom by her manager when she didn't show up for work. We have Beth Chapman, American bounty hunter who was on the show Dog the Bounty Hunter, a television personality, died at 51 years of age from throat cancer. We have Jörg Stubner, East German soccer player, died at 53 years of age. His mother found him dead in his Dresden apartment. Not sure of the cause of death, but again, could have been sudden death or heart attack. Willie Frazier, Northern Irish loyalist activist and victim's advocate, died at 58 years of age from organ failure. Sounds like shock, actually. Babu Naranayan, Indian film director, died at 59 years of age after battling cancer for some time. Bob Collimore, Guyanese-born British businessman and CEO for Safaricom, which is a telecommunications company in Kenya, died at 61 years of age from AML, which is acute myeloid leukemia. We have Shara Lambos Colloides, Greek Olympic wrestler in 1984 and 88, died at 62 years of age from a heart attack. Paul Eiler, South African Afri actor, died at 62 years of age from a heart attack. Momar Bultovic, Montenegro president and prime minister, died at 62 years of age from a heart attack. Sounds like a familiar theme going on here. Morteza Natanzi, Iranian politician, died at 63 years of age from pancreatic cancer. Janet Arnott, Canadian curler, world champion in 1984, died at 63 years of age after a short battle with cancer. Justin Raimondo, American author, co-founder and editor of Antiwar.com, died at 67 years of age from lung cancer. Liaquat Ali Isam, Pakistani poet, died at 67 years of age from cancer. Kishab Rout, Indian film producer, died at 68 years of age from a heart ailment. Izad Abu Auf, Egyptian actor, died at 70 years of age from liver and heart failure. Jose Huerta, Peruvian politician and minister of defense, died at 71 years of age from a heart attack. Billy Drago, American actor, died at 73 years of age due to complications from a stroke. Christy Simonsuri, Finnish writer and poet, died at 73 years of age due to complications from cancer and Parkinson's disease. Sukru Berant, Turkish soccer player, died at 75 years of age due to complications from a heart attack. Madan Lal Sayani, Indian politician, died at 75 years of age from a lung infection. Vijaya Nirmala, Indian film director and actress died at 75 years of age from a heart attack. Max Wright, American actor, died at 75 years of age from lymphoma. Santosh Rana, Indian writer, politician, and communist leader, died at 76 years of age from cancer. Or, yes, cancer. George Brossard, Canadian entomologist, founder of the Montreal Insectarium, died at 79 years of age from lung cancer. And finally, Jarna Chowdhury, Bangladeshi social activist, died at 80 years of age from a cerebral Hemorrhage. I'm Dr. Dan Royal. You're listening to the Royal Treatment. We've been talking about people who died too young, diseases they shouldn't have locally and internationally. Just this last week, we're going to continue our discussion. We'll be back for a break. We have lots more to talk about, so please stay with us. 
Low-dose chemotherapy uses only 10 to 20% of full-dose chemo, and it's known as IPT, or insulin-potentiated therapy. It's one of the safest and most innovative approaches to treating cancer effectively. IPT virtually eliminates side effects of full-dose chemo, such as nausea, hair loss, and fatigue. Could IPT be the answer you've been searching for? To find out, call Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. IPT uses low-dose chemo with insulin. Cancer cells have up to 20 times more insulin receptors and use up to 20 times more sugar than normal cells. That's why cancer cells thrive while normal cells struggle to survive. One study showed that using low-dose chemo with insulin resulted in a 10,000% increase in cancer-killing ability. Could IPT with low-dose chemo and insulin help you? Call Dr. Royal at 702-562-1454 to see if you qualify for IPT. That's 702-562-1454. Destination Midtown. Experience the difference. Reno's premier shopping extravaganza. Everything imaginable and more. Midtown matters. Get down to Midtown. Beefies. The best little diner in the biggest little city. Cheeseburgers extraordinaire. Chili cheese omelets and the best milkshakes in Midtown and Reno. Beefies. Try the full Beefies menu and beer on tap. Beefies. South Virginia at Arroyo. Midtown Reno. Experience the difference. Get down to Midtown. Midtown matters. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Jelly Jelly adjective Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt US Kids and the Ad Council Find out what's hot and happening. Join Lady J for Smooth Jazz Tune-Up. Join me Saturdays, 10 to noon, here on America Matters. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now back to the show. We're back to the show. I'm Dr. Dan Royal, and you are listening to the royal treatment. We just finished reviewing obituaries of people who died too young from diseases they should have had just this last week. Remember, if you have a question, you can always call us here at the Turtle Healing Bank Clinic, 702-562-1454. That's 702-562-1454. Or you can email me directly at droyal, R-O-Y-A-L, at Royal Medical Clinic, all one word, dot com. Last week, we talked about a pharmaceutical scandal that happened when somebody, it was Valisher, an online pharmaceutical company, did some testing on a blood pressure medicine, Losartan, produced by Novartis. Novartis is a combination, or I should say an accumulation of 42 pharmaceutical companies over the years, and they produced about 65 medical drugs. And what did they find when they did their testing using a mass spectrometer? Well, they found that there were some contaminants in the drug Losartan. In fact, there was a cancer-causing agent in it. The cancer-causing agent is known as dimethylformamide. Dimethylformamide is a contaminant. In this case, found the raw material that Novartis, which is located in Switzerland, have been importing for their products from China, but not doing quality control or screening, which is not done in China, and that's well known. 
yet they are, are held supposedly the highest standard of quality. The dimethylformamide found in the medication, this blood pressure medicine, was 8,800 times the acceptable limit. That's right, 8,800 times the acceptable limit in a small pill known as Losart, which a few years ago was the number ninth most selling or most popular drug, I should say, in the United States. It was sold to over 49 million people, or I should say prescriptions. Now, last week we said 42. I was wrong. I need to make a correction. It was over 49 million prescriptions that were written in the United States. This was a few years ago in 2016 for that particular drug, Losartan, which recently was found to contain a cancer-causing agent. I mentioned this to a patient just yesterday, and immediately she got it right. She said, well, that is a crime. It is a crime. Whether it's done intentionally or unintentionally, it is a crime. The question is, will anybody pay for it? Was anybody damaged? Well, I suppose that depends on how deadly dimethylformamide is and how long you've been taking your blood pressure medicine. But it does beg the question, where's the FDA in protecting American citizens? Do random testings on these drug companies that are distributing to millions of Americans every day with multiple doses year after year. They do random inspections to stem cell companies. What about random testing on pharmaceutical drugs, regardless of when they were approved, and regardless how much they paid for that approval, whether it was $1 billion 20 years ago or $2.5 billion today, to get that drug approved, they should still be monitored and they should still be tested. This is a prime example of that. Now, what you did not know is that a couple of years ago, this same company produced a cancer drug among the most expensive ever. The cancer drug was called Chymria, K-Y-M-R-I-A, Chymria. And Novartis said it would charge $475,000 a patient for its new cancer therapy, putting it among the most expensive drugs of all times. Now, there were some people who thought that this excessive, but Novartis' decision to set a price at $475,000 per treatment was seen by some as restraint, but some saw it as excessive. The article went on to say Novartis should not get credit for bringing a $475,000 drug to market and claiming they could have charged people a lot more. The campaign group who wanted to lower the price, thought it should be below $300,000. But the estimates came with a huge disclaimer because Novartis has not shared information about its cost. The FDA commissioner at the time said, we're entering a new frontier in medical innovation with the ability to reprogram a patient's own cells to attack a deadly cancer. Now, there's no mention as to whether or not this cancer drug actually works. In other words, does it really cure cancer? I talked to a physician yesterday, and she thought that when you put a cancer in remission for five years, that is a cure. And to some degree, that is correct. That is what medicine looks like. Can we put the cancer drug into remission long enough so we can say that you're cancer-free for five years and thereby considered a cure? But if it comes back in five years and one day, you still have cancer. So if you want to treat cancer, we've talked about the ways and means by which that needs to be done, but killing cancer is risky. Whether you're doing it with a drug, radiation, chemotherapy, etc., you're also killing the body. And that's where you have to be careful because when cancer comes back the next time, guess what? Your immune system is dead and not able to help you the second time around. And this is why cancer seems to progress much more rapidly the second time around because your defenses are gone. Well, the other thing that we talked about last week was magnesium deficiency. And we want to carry on with that discussion because, well, frankly, we did not finish it. And there's more that we have to say about magnesium deficiency, which many believe, people believe is a worldwide problem. Remember, the number one cause of death in this country and around the world is heart disease. Could it be prevented? Could magnesium be the answer? Well, we know it's depleted in the soils and therefore in the food, therefore in our body. One seems to follow after another. And when we try to correct it, we can make it worse. 
So for example, I had a patient in my office today who's been supplementing with calcium and vitamin D and his calcium level came back elevated. Now, I don't believe it's from what he was taking, but what I did tell him is when you're taking calcium, your magnesium goes down. It can make you magnesium deficient. When we see calcium elevated in the blood, it often means that your parathyroid is overactive. It's trying to increase the use of calcium, possibly for supporting the liver, which needs alkalinity in order to detoxify each and every night when you go to bed. That's what it means when I look at it. And so we have to give the patient an absorbable type of calcium that we can use. Did you know there's a company that specializes in making products for patients who've been through gastric bypass? None of these products are tablets. None of them are capsules. They are all sublingual. They're all chewable and very well absorbed. So we use a type of calcium that the body can now assimilate and therefore not need to take from a patient's bones because this is what your parathyroid does when it's overactive. It takes calcium from your bones to put it back into circulation. All right, well, let's take a look at uh, some of the things that relate to magnesium deficiency. We just mentioned that supplementing with calcium can lead to magnesium deficiency due to competitive inhibition for absorption and over supplementing with vitamin D, which a lot of people seem to be doing nowadays, may lead to magnesium deficiency via excessive calcium absorption and hence increase the risk of arterial calcifications. Some of you may remember a study that came out not too long ago that reported those people who are taking calcium, over-the-counter calcium products, are actually increasing their risk of heart disease. Why? Well, we just told you why. Because it's reducing your magnesium, which helps to put calcium back into circulation. When that's not happening, calcium builds up and you have arterial calcifications, which is another means of saying plaque in your arteries. There are some other medications that can make your magnesium deficiency worse, such as diuretics. Diuretics can lead to magnesium deficiency. Interestingly, over 42% of the young sportsmen that were looked at in a study, we're talking about volleyball players and rowers, were found to be magnesium deficient. Why is that? Well, because athletes suffer magnesium deficiency due to physical exercise. Physical exercise causes you to sweat. Now, you can also sweat due to heat and humidity. The point is that when you're sweating, you're losing magnesium and you need to replace it. The type of magnesium we recommend to be used for replacement is primarily magnesium aspartate. Why? Well, because aspartic acid is the amino acid that takes magnesium from the outside to the inside of the cell. And the product that we use is made in Germany, specially formulated for that purpose. Magnesium is essential for the normal metabolism of potassium and calcium. We just mentioned that magnesium helps to put calcium back into circulation. The occurrence of clinical situations of otherwise unexplained hypokalemia or hypocalcemia, that means your calcium and potassium are too low, which we sometimes see in our patients. We see elevated calcium. I talked about that, but we also see low potassium. This suggests the possibility of significant magnesium depletion. Now, signs of magnesium deficiency can include tremors. You may get spasms in your hands or your feet, and but it can also affect your coronary arteries. We had a patient we talked about on the show before who had what we call a subclinical magnesium deficiency, who had multiple heart attacks, and she's only a mother of 42 with three children. Shouldn't have been happening, and she had no plaque. Magnesium deficiency also includes mental disturbances such as depression, confusion, agitation, hallucinations, weakness, neuromuscular irritability, which leads to tremor, and of course, seizures. Those are just some of the uh, signs of magnesium deficiency or diseases that can be achieved from that. Now, there's a many, many patients have magnesium deficiency who have angina or heart disease, and it is corrected after using calcium antagonists. Think about that. And I had a patient in my office last week who was complaining about chest pain. We found out that that was due to a side effect of his blood pressure medication. But was that chest pain due to the fact that his blood pressure medicine was decreasing his magnesium? Well, we haven't taken magnesium now, and he's no longer taking the blood pressure medicine. He was back today. We checked his blood pressure, and it's 140 over 70 without his medication, which he never probably needed in the first place. Sometimes your doctor puts you on a medication, tells you you need to take it for a lifetime, and even after you improve, you're not taken off the medicine. And then the side effects kick in. Well, we're going to continue our discussion 
talking about magnesium deficiency after we take a short break. I'm Dr. Dan Roy. You're listening to The Royal Treatment. My friends, stay right with us because there is more to come. Can your own stem cells heal you? The miracle of life begins when an egg and a sperm unite. They form a single stem cell. Stem cells will keep dividing until directed by the body to become something else. Natural occurring stem cells can be found in all tissues of your body. Can your own stem cells help your body heal and repair itself? Find out more by calling Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. Dr. Royal has developed a unique patent-pending process for obtaining stem cells from your own blood. Stem cells can be concentrated, prepared, and delivered to areas where you need them most to repair old, damaged, and dying cells. Can your own stem cells help your body heal and repair itself? Are you a cancer patient in remission who needs rejuvenation for optimal health and wellness? Find out more by calling Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. Don't wait. Call today. That number again is 702-562-1454. Gimme, gimme candy. Give me, gimme, gimme candy. Gimme candy, USA. Gimme candy, sunburst, chocolate rocks, salted caramel pretzel bites, dark chocolate espressos, chocolate pistachios, gimme candy coated almonds, hot rocks, and Nevada rocks. Gimme candy, everyone loves gimme candy. Get gimme at 7-Elevens, Reno, Incline Village, Truckee, Sparks, Sun Valley, and Carson City. Gimme, gimme candy. Thanks for a great year. Visit gimme candy, 405 Edison Way, Reno. Gimme candy in 7-Eleven. Gimme, gimme candy. Get down to Midtown. Midtown Matters. Dragonfly's Mike and Lauren have a fantastic variety of products created by Lauren and many local folks. Handcrafted candles, soaps, lip balms, moisturizing creams, and lotions. Personally build your own essential body sprays and experience their bath and shower aroma therapy bombs. Mention this ad and receive $5 off your $20 purchase. Visit Dragonfly Bath and Body at 728 South Virginia Street or online at dragonflybath.com. Your body will thank you. I spend a lot of time in the garage, but even more time in the rain, sleet, and mud. In 95, I helped tow your moving trailer. In 05, I helped you get out of a ditch. Yeah, I know I'm a bit rusty, and sadly in 09, it was sparks from me, your handy chains dragging behind your truck that accidentally started a wildfire. Sparks from dragging chains can start a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The The power power of radio since 1967. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now back to the show. We are back to the show, and you're listening to The Royal Treatment. I'm Dr. Dan Royal, and before the break, we were talking about magnesium deficiency. Remember, if you have a question, please feel free to email me at droyal at royalmedicalclinic.com. D is in Daniel Royal, R-O-Y-A-L, at Royal Medical Clinic, all one word, dot com, or call us here at the Turtle Healing Bank Clinic, 702 702-562-1454. Some of the other signs of magnesium deficiency, which you may not typically associate with this condition, include such things as anxiety, pain. How about tinnitus, ringing in the ears, vertigo, or dizziness? Now, if it gets more severe, of course, you can have cataracts, depression, which we mentioned earlier. You can have a depressed immune response. You can have hearing loss, and you can have more severe cardiovascular conditions, such as heart failure high blood pressure, even sudden heart attack or death, and you can have osteoporosis. I bet you didn't realize that magnesium affects your bones. Well, it does, my friends. Remember, you need magnesium to put calcium back into circulation. Just know that magnesium is very important for preventing a lot of problems, but its deficiency can result 
in a lot of issues. Now, if you want to be checked for magnesium, checking it in your blood is not the way to go. That gives you about a 1% idea of what's actually in your body. We only use SpectraCell, which looks at the concentration of your minerals at the lymphocytic white blood cells. They have to grow that in media. And from that, we can tell what you are actually deficient in. Now, they'll also tell you what your borderline deficiencies are. We've had a number of patients from whom we've gotten results back on recently, and it can be quite helpful in identifying potential problems, but in also knowing how to take action to correct them more specifically. Well, magnesium, when it's deficient, it causes vasoconstriction. We talked about spasms. We talked about epilepsy or seizures, but it also causes constrictions of your arteries, the smooth muscles, which can lead to high blood pressure, hypertension. And as we said earlier, you can make your blood pressure worse by taking certain types of diuretics, such as thiocides or loop diuretics, because they both deplete the body of magnesium, which may have caused your blood pressure to be high in the first place. Now, when your magnesium is low, you also have an increased risk of thrombosis, which is stroke and or atherosclerosis, which is hardening of your arteries. Magnesium deficiency and depletion in the tissues causes calcifications, which is the plaque we mentioned earlier in the heart, not just the heart, but the liver, skeletal muscles. And it may be a leading cause of kidney disease. What about kidney stones? Animal studies have shown that magnesium deficiency causes cardiac necrosis, or destruction of the heart, as well as calcifications. A greater risk of intake magnesium is associated with having a lower risk of elevated coronary artery calcification score. I have a patient today who's scheduled a little later this month to get a CT of the coronary artery with the coronary arteries, sorry, CT scan of the coronary arteries with a calcium score that can be done non-invasively. Supplementing magnesium has been found to improve endothelial function in patients with coronary artery disease. That means that they may actually become more flexible and responsive to the pulsing of your heart. One animal study noted that the degree of lipid deposition or fat in the aorta, remember we had a patient we mentioned earlier who died of an aortic aneurysm, can be significantly enhanced by feeding a magnesium deficient diet. The calcification of the inflammatory granuloma, the aortas, and the atrophy and degeneration of muscle fibers with inflammatory connective tissue proliferation in the myocardium or heart and in the stomach and skeletal muscles were only observed in rabbits fed a magnesium deficient diet. The study shows that low magnesium intake increases inflammation. In fact, studies have shown that there's also a connection between inflammation and the brain or mental disorders, but that's a subject for another day. Magnesium therapy also tends to increase high-density lipoprotein. You know what that is? You've got cholesterol, but cholesterol includes both good and bad sources, LDL and HDL, but HDL or high-density lipoprotein is considered to be the good cholesterol. Your ratio should be 4.5 to 1 or less. Supplementing with magnesium can actually improve your HDL, as can exercise, as can eating organ meats such as liver, and sweetbreads, which nobody seems to eat anymore anyway. Magnesium supplementation significantly decreases total cholesterol, as well as low-density lipoprotein, or LDL, and improves your ratio cholesterol to HDL. How simple would that be? Instead of taking a statin drug, which we mentioned as a gateway drug that causes other problems, such as diabetes, memory loss, Alzheimer's, and so forth, you could actually be supplementing with something natural, such as magnesium. Astonishing. Well, failure to respond to treatment of recurrent ventricular tachycardia and fibrillation to usual antiarrhythmic therapy in patients with acute myocardial infarction, idiopathic dilated cardiomyopathy, and congestive heart failure should alert the physician to consider administering intravenous magnesium. And that was what was used in our patient who was having multiple heart attacks, for which there was no discernible cause. Once she received intravenous magnesium, all of her problems disappeared. 25% of all myocardial infarctions are not due to atherosclerotic plaque, rupture, coronary artery spasm. Induced by magnesium deficiency may explain some of these events because you can have a heart attack without plaque. Did you know that? All it takes is an arterial spasm to generate a heart attack, which can lead to sudden death, which could have been prevented by magnesium supplementation. In one metabolic study of 22 postmenopausal women, a low magnesium diet significantly increased both supraventricular and supraventricular plus ventricular beats based on Holter monitor. 
In other words, it uh, affected their heart rate. Another study in postmenopausal women found that a low magnesium diet can induce atrial fibrillation and increases glucose or blood sugar levels. Diuretics and digoxin. Digoxin is used to treat cardiac arrhythmias, can cause magnesium depletion, making the heart more susceptible to development of arrhythmias. Think about that. Taking magnesium could be a treatment for your atrial fibrillation, your tachycardia. We've also had patients that have responded very well to our light sound frequency therapy. We've talked about on this program before. They were completely corrected from their atrial fibrillation. In fact, one patient recently went to his cardiologist who told him to come back in a year, then he was 110% perfect. He no longer had a cardiac arrhythmia. But we'd also started something him with magnesium as well as using the light sound and frequency therapy. A meta-analysis of 19 randomized trials using magnesium orotate found a significant reduction in first-degree mitral valve prolapse, which is very common among patients, grade one retrogurgitation, supraventricular and ventricular premature contraction, again, heart arrhythmias, and paroxysmal supraventricular tachycardia, which is a fast heart rate. Autopsy studies have revealed lower magnesium content in both infarcted and non-infarcted heart muscle in those who have died of a myocardial infarction. Furthermore, autopsy studies have noted that those dying from accidents have lower heart muscle magnesium in soft water drinking areas versus those from hard water drinking areas. There are numerous studies indicating an increased rate of death from heart disease and low magnesium drinking waters. How easy would it be to simply supplement the water with magnesium to prevent the number one cause of death in the world? heart disease or heart attacks, as opposed to fluoride, a known poison that can be helpful when applied locally, but can be toxic when taken internally in large doses, as we have in our tap water in most cities today. In fact, about two-thirds of the cities. There is good evidence from small animal studies that pre-treatment with magnesium salts protects against many of the changes in the heart caused by anoxia or lack of oxygen. In other words, consuming a diet high in magnesium may prevent the harms from an acute ischemic event. And of course, you can get magnesium from nuts and seeds and things of that nature. Just 42 to 64 days on a diet low in magnesium produced atrial fibrillation of flutter in three of five. That's 60% of postmenopausal women. Moreover, the arrhythmias responded quickly to magnesium supplementation. During the low magnesium diet, glucose levels increased, which is your blood sugar, and red blood cell superoxide dismutase decrease. Superoxide dismutase is one of the three antioxidants that your body makes naturally, the others being catalase and glutathione. In a randomized double-blind placebo-controlled study on 350 patients with acute myocardial infarction, intravenous magnesium sulfate, which is one of the IV solutions we use, given immediately after completion of a thrombolytic therapy, significantly reduced all-cause mortality. That's for patients who had blood clots and ventricular arrhythmias. There was also a numerical reduction in reinfarction, preventing subsequent heart attacks. Magnesium treatment has been found to inhibit thrombus formation or clots in patients with stable coronary artery disease by 35%, which is a little more than placebo. These effects are additive to that of aspirin or independent of platelet aggregation. Platelet-dependent thrombosis is significantly higher in patients with stable coronary artery disease with low intracellular magnesium levels. Thus, magnesium therapy also has antiplatelet effects, just like aspirin. In rats, intravenous magnesium therapy inhibits arterial thrombi or clots after vascular injury. All of these suggest that magnesium is an antithrombotic and antiplatelet agent and that magnesium deficiency may provoke thrombosis. Magnesium deficiency appears to be more prevalent in patients with coronary artery disease or ischemic heart disease. It's lack of oxygen to their hearts. In other words, if you take magnesium, not only are you helping to lower your blood pressure, not only are you preventing heart disease, you're also preventing stroke. Finally, subclinical magnesium deficiency leads to not only high blood pressure, not only heart arrhythmias, arterial calcifications, atherosclerosis, and heart failure, but increased risk of thrombosis or stroke. Don't forget osteoporosis and other diseases that we've mentioned. But it's easily corrected. You can supplement with magnesium. We typically recommend, at least initially, the patient take anywhere from two to four capsules of magnesium aspartate 
twice a day. Then as the patient improves, we can decrease that to eventually where they're simply on a maintenance dose for optimal health and well-being. Well, let's talk about something very quickly with the time that we have left. There are some foods that are known for your brain health. Ten foods or lesser known foods for brain health. Let's take a look at these. Number one, we have celery. It's a popular vegetable in many recipes that doesn't taste like much, but it reduces brain inflammation and is a factor in preventing memory loss. We have number two, crab, a tasty seafood that provides an amino acid, phenylalanine, to influence the brain production of dopamines that may also help to prevent Parkinson's disease. We have number three, garbanzo beans. These beans are also used in hummus, a nutrient that provides blood flow and helps brain cell receptors transmit messages faster. Number four, we have red meat, believe it or not. Beef is on the list of foods doctors say should be eaten rarely, but it is an important source of vitamin B12, essential for optimal brain health, which you can't get from plants. Number five, we have curry. Turmeric is the spice that gives curry its distinctive flavor, but also has powerful anti-inflammatory curcumin. Research shows that curcumin improves memory and helps new brain cells to grow through neurogenesis. Number six, we have nuts, especially walnuts, because of plant-based omega-3 that they provide, as well as antioxidants that can boost brain functioning and healing. Number seven, coffee and dark chocolate. The caffeine and antioxidants, these two may help Alzheimer's patients deal with their condition and slow its progression. Milk chocolate is high in fat and calories and low in the beneficial antioxidants found in dark chocolate. So choosing chocolate with at least 70% cacao is best. Number eight, coconut oil. For years, doctors advised patients against including coconut oil in their diets, but extra virgin coconut oil is actually very healthy with no cholesterol or trans fats. It has medium chain triglycerides, which we need for energy, and it's a natural anti-inflammatory, which helps to support memory as people age. Number nine, beets. Who knew that this root vegetable could not only supply iron, but reduce inflammation and increase blood flow to the brain? The natural nitrates in beets, as well as antioxidants, make beets a highly nutritious brain food. And number 10, finally, brain, I'm sorry, bone broth. Great source of healing nutrients that can reduce inflammation in every part of the body, including the joints, digestive tract, and the brain. Bone broth has high levels of collagen, as well as the amino acids glycine and proline, which can improve memory. So to summarize, we have 10 lesser-known foods for brain health. Number one, celery. Number two, crab. Number three, garbanzo beans. Number four, red meat. Number five, curry. Number six, nuts. Number seven, coffee and dark chocolates. Number eight, coconut oil. Number nine, beets. And finally, number 10, bean broth. I'm Dr. Dan Royal. You've been listening to The Royal Treatment. And hopefully, my friends, your time today with us has been well spent, that you've learned at least one new thing. That is our purpose here, to empower the information, to make better informed decisions for assisting you along your health to optimum health and wellness. Remember to email with any questions at droyal at royalmedicalclinic.com. Until next week, my friends, we look forward to seeing you when we're back again for another treatment of the Royal Treatment. Be well.